everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Claire Chats, the podcast. I'm your host, Claire, and if you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking time to listen to this episode. Now, today's topic is unrealistic expectations, and I brought on a special guest, Maddie Castillo, an old friend from one of the churches I used to attend, who's going to be talking about some unrealistic expectations she's had in her own life. So I guess let's just go ahead and start off with you uh, introducing yourself. I call you Maddie, but do you go by your full name now, or is that is Maddie still okay? Fine. I answer to either one, um, except I do have a dog whose name is also Maddie, but that's not my fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've gotten called Madeline more often in the last few years than I think I ever did before that. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense, I guess, because, you know. Um, okay, so I am Maddie or Madeline, either one. Um, let's see. I used to do, like, everything there is um, in retail, specifically at the Johnson Creek Outlet Mall, which was delightful. Um, actually, my last job was at the cosmetic company, which, and I actually got into that job because the manager of that store was somebody that I worked with at another job. And so she was like, hey, we're hiring. Yeah, so I did that for about a year and then, yeah, COVID. So unfortunately, um, between jobs, I'm calling myself an, um, an uninspired content creator because I feel like it sounds better than just saying I'm unemployed, even though it means the exact same thing. <laughs> fair that's fair (laughs) so I guess okay so um I know this is a repeat of what we just talked about so why did you agree to just so I have it on recording why did you agree to uh to do this episode yeah like I really do feel like it's a topic that applies to absolutely everyone you know like everybody either has or will struggle at some point in their life with an unrealistic expectation because like they get pushed in your face they're everywhere especially with the instagram influencer market and tiktok and just all of these other social media things that you're just seeing people do cool things and you know there's so many people that just seem to have this ideal life and it just it's sometimes it's just like well that's not my life like why isn't that my life and it's like well part of these people's lives is really fake like that's not what they're actually representing and yeah I had a couple examples come to mind and I think I've narrowed it down which one or maybe two that kind of go together um but yeah it's just it's definitely something that I think everybody struggles with yeah no definitely and I think Unfortunately, I feel like in most cases, people don't address their expectations as being unrealistic. They kind of just sweep them under the rug like, oh, but better luck next time. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. It's, yeah, ridiculous. And, like, I've definitely done that to myself. Like, I have done that to myself as well as had that, you know, feeling myself. But, yeah, it just unless you actually address it and be like, okay, so I am expecting and asking for way more than is reasonable or that somebody else can reasonably accommodate, then I need to adjust my expectations. 
And I feel like there's also big negative around adjusting your expectations and it's I mean honestly all of adulthood and the rest of your life is just like build and adjusting your expectations that's so true yeah (laughs) kind of like the inspiration behind why I wanted to do this particular topic was because I I think 2020 for a lot of people has been not like as expected whatsoever so, okay, so outside of 2020, um, so you said you could think of three specific instances where you had unrealistic unreal- expectations. Um, so I guess let's let's dive into one if you're willing to share. And you can be as vague as you want or go as in-depth as you want, whatever you'd like to do. Okay. Um, okay, so the big one is like, and I am going to use a different name because it's still kind of an ongoing situation. Um, but somebody that I thought I was, you know, had a relationship with and thought that it was somebody that was like interested in really getting to know me. And like, this is not, you know, a romantic relationship. Um, it took me a long time to realize that they just weren't interested in having a relationship. Um, like if I said something that just disagreed with them, like it was an attack on their character. It was just kind of startling because it was like, okay, so am I the person that like needs to adjust, you know, my expectations? Um, and it was like a yes and a no. Um, because it, it, it's, again, this is an ongoing struggle bus, um, but it, it's turned into, like, having acceptance for that person to where they're at, but also, like, adjusting my expectations in what I expect of them. And it was, it was a very hard relationship to step back from, and, you know, I had some expectations of what that would look like and what that would be, Um and like how that would be moving forward. And I had to step back a lot further than I thought I would. Um, But yeah, I just like, I just had to step back from the relationship and just reevaluate and just be like, okay, so this is where we're at. Um, You know, what, what do I need to move forward in my life? And can I do it with this person in a part of my life? Unfortunately, the answer is not right now. Maybe there's a resolution that they could be, you know, back in my life. But it, it was just, and again, like, I can't stress enough. Like, I truly believe that this person, like, really put their best effort into the relationship. But it was just, it was really bad for me. And, like, I felt like I was really selfish. And that took a little bit to come to grips with of being like, no, like it's not selfish. It's actually really okay for me to just be like, they're like, what they need is not what I need. And like, I mean, it took a long time for me to even admit that to myself um, because I thought there was something wrong with me in this relationship. Um, And just because like, if I wasn't delivering to their they'd get really mad at me 
I really know what the expectations were to begin with. So it was really hard to just be like, okay, so you're mad at me because I said something, but I don't know what I said. You can't really tell me what I said. So, so that's like the biggest one. And it, it is still ongoing. And like, eventually, you know, maybe that person and I have a relationship again. Um, yeah. No, that's very true. That's something that I've struggled with for, oh gosh, <laughs> probably the last especially the last like three to four years is being okay with like telling people no being okay with saying like I need like I need time or I need to be able to put energy towards taking care of myself in order to be good enough in my relationships and like good enough for like my own health and stuff and then you feel really guilty and you feel like you're doing something wrong and you're a bad person because you need to take that time but at the same time it's like it's funny because some like other people have no problem taking that time why is it that I like I have a hard time I don't know like letting myself do oh, yeah. do that and take care of myself it's it's interesting um another example I had and I know this ties more into the Claire chats is like specifically my relationship with like God mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I have had so many so many unrealistic expectations when it comes to faith yeah, it just, okay, so growing up, like, went to the same church, and, like, that's not a bad thing, um, but it was just, it was, like, like, we grew up, you know, going to church, so it was something that we never, like, I never questioned, I was just like, okay, so you just go to church, and, like, there were a lot of things that I knew about the Bible without it being, like, things that I really, like, understood about the Bible, um, and it turns out that God is not a fairy godmother, um, he does not have a magic wand, and he definitely does not say bibby boppy boo which would be so much cooler if he did, um, yeah, but it, it, it took, till probably late middle school, early high school, to just, like start questioning a lot of things about like my faith and like what that actually meant and represented and like during all this time you know I'm going through all the church steps and whatever um, I got confirmed and then baptized which apparently is backwards um you're supposed to get baptized and then confirmed so I'm a real rebel there (laughs) and honestly like MJ was the biggest push, and I still remember this. And it's kind of weird because I feel like I probably close to my junior year of high school, which is like almost ten years ago, which is weird. Um, but I still remember him asking this. He asked like specifically to the youth group. He was like, "Why are you here?" and you know, that was the first time I'd ever really been, like, challenged to be just, like, like, why is it, you know, my relationship? And he specifically said, like, why why are you here? You know, why is this your relationship and not just your parents' relationship? Um, and he went on to further state, and I don't even know if he remembers this, um, but just that, like, if it's your parents' relationship that they're pushing on you, then it's not going to last you know, um, and just, you've got to figure out 
what's important to you to actually have something last. And oh my God, the amount of times that I've asked God for patience, what I've got is an incredibly stressful situation that I'm supposed to learn patience from was just not cool. Because that was that was another one of my unrealistic expectations. I'm like, okay, great. So if I pray for this, it's going to happen. So like, if I pray for patience, that was the big one. I'm sure there's plenty of other things I've asked for. Um, but that was that was definitely the big one. And like, I just thought like, I'd automatically just, you know, be this more patient, serene. It's, it's a little, it's, it's a little bit more trial by fire, really. Sometimes literally most of the time not. It also was really annoying for a while. Because I'm like, okay, like, I have so much stuff going on in my life. Like, can't you just make one thing easier? Just one thing. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. I feel like that's realistic. But then, like, the further I got in my relationship and the more I got actually, like, involved in my church and not just, like, going through the motions, but actually, like, trying to figure stuff out. And honestly, like, it is great to question everything. I feel like a lot of people don't think about that but this is another mj thing um of just like if you don't know question it like if you're not sure about it ask questions about it because there's no better way to figure it out than to learn about it and sometimes that's firsthand and sometimes that's like actually you know going into the bible and reading about what somebody else went through and I feel like a big learning experience for me was I started teaching like the preschool and kindergarten first grade or um, Sunday school. And I also had the pleasure too of teaching some of the Schleeders that were, you know, quite young at that time. And they're weird, <laughs> but very, very funny. Um, and it was just, it was just really cool to like, go back through the Bible at like a broken down kids level, if you will, um, and just go, okay, so literally the entire Old Testament is God saying, okay, don't do this thing. And then somebody going, yeah, so you know that thing you told me not to do? I kind of did it. Okay, I'm not actually sorry about it. And then God going, well, like, I got to punish you. And then, you know, repeat and rinse, like, and it was, it was just kind of like, like, okay, like, humanity has never changed. Like, they're constantly repeating the same mistake and expecting a different outcome. And, like, oddly enough, it made me feel better about myself because I was like, okay, well, I'm not the only stupid person. And so, like, it just, it helped me just address my expectation of what my relationship with God could look like. Um, and then it also helped me address, like, because again, I feel like, especially growing up in a church, of just, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to, okay, so at this point in my life, like, this is, you know, what I should be doing in the church, and this is who I should be leading, and I should know all this stuff, and I should have, like, the first four books of the Old Testament memorized because other people can do it. Why can't I? And it turns out I just don't have the patience. But it just, it really helped me to just go like, like, okay, like, 
again, God is not like some magic thing. And like, you can see the love that he has, like mostly specifically for the Israelites in the Old Testament. And just like the amount of times that they screw up and the amount of times that he says, you know, I told you not to do this. I'm going to punish you, but here's the end result. Like you still get this good thing at the end, you know, it just might not come now because you screwed up, but it's still going to come. And it was weird to just look back and say like, okay, so again, there's crappy things happening in my life right now that I don't know how to deal with. Um, and this kind of goes into the relationship that I was talking about before. Um, like that was really stressful, especially in high school. Um, and just going like, just because, you know, things don't seem good now and just don't seem to be getting any better doesn't mean I should give up. Um, like it might eventually get better. It not eventually get better but like i can only see today it's just it's just like like i still don't even know you know what's gonna happen in a year from now and it's just it's like god dies and there was also too kind of a time in my life where i had to i was really struggling with like the death of jesus and like like he was this perfect being he was 100 percent god but also 100 percent human and, like, that's a weird concept. Can he be 100% human and, like, completely perfect? And it's like, well, apparently it is possible, but, yeah, not without a lot of faith. Like, we, at our core, just are, like, humanity's broken. And to just be like, okay, so, you know, if you believe predestination, then you believe that God knew that he would send his son you know, to be that permanent sacrifice so that we could have a relationship with him. And what I really struggled with was why. Because also, too, like, this is the end of high school into, like, this is before I turned 20, but the end of my teens. And just struggling with, like, I don't particularly love myself. Like, how could God love me so much? Um knowing that even though I don't understand that, that he does, and that I don't need to understand for it to still be true. Um, and like, literally, like, he knew before he put that stupid tree in the Garden of Eden, um, <laughs> that like, Jesus would have to die to atone for the sins of mankind. It's like, okay, well, you know, that's kind of mind boggling that he still like, saw all of this happening. And like, Again, the weird concept of, like, the Trinity and, like, the Holy Ghost and Jesus still being completely God while being also separate is a weird concept. And it's like he knew that he would have to send this part of himself, you know, and, like, he knew everything that was going to happen. And yet he still chose me. And so... Like, that kind of helps with, like, my unrealistic expectations of just going, okay, so, you know, I still don't get the fairy godmother, I still don't get the magic wave wand, you know, but there's still, like, there's still hope. And that's weird, because, like, this world is depressing. All of the things that are going on, and, like, with COVID, and it's just, 
it's so stressful. Just like what day? And I saw something. I think it was yesterday. That was just like, um, uh, welcome to level nine of 2020. And I was like, oof, I feel that. But it's it's just it's weird because it's like there is still hope. You know, like this year cannot last forever. You know, this will not last forever. And even like my life, thankfully, will not last forever. But it, it's just, it's just crazy because like, like I can't see what's going to happen. Like I'm, I'm afraid of like so many things that could happen. It's like, what's the point? You know, I could be afraid of everything and not accomplish anything. And like, that's, that's been a really hard point to get to, to like not be overwhelmed by fear and to really adjust my expectations of what my life looks like because it doesn't look anything like what it looked like like two years ago and some of that's been really good um and some of that has stuck but it's just it's just knowing that nothing's going to stay the way it is today and like that's okay sometimes that's super scary because you know i know what today is and it's Sometimes it's kind of comfortable, you know, like, but it's, it's just been for me, just putting one foot in front of the other. And I've got this really, really, really good friend of mine. She's like my other mother. Um, and she has been sometimes a pain in my butt, but she's also been like really encouraging and just going like, you know what? You've got this, like, you're fine. It's, I don't know, my expectation for myself and like something I never thought I'd have to say is that I just have to try. Like my expectation for myself, especially this year was just like, okay, so, you know, steady job, um, nothing super major. Oh, I did plan two things in the spring and of course have all been postponed until next spring, maybe, hopefully. Like, what my expectations were for myself is not at all, like, where I am now. And there's been, like, a lot of struggling with acceptance on that because I just, I feel like I've let myself down. I feel like I've let other people down. The fact that I'm unemployed has been, like, a huge thing. Right. Because it's definitely, like, it's lent itself some hopelessness and I was definitely struggling with depression in like May and June and even in July it was just it was just rough and like there was nothing to do you couldn't go anywhere and so it was just yeah just adjusting of where I thought I was going to be versus where I am has definitely been an ongoing process but it's been a necessary one for sure and really like Sometimes the internet is just awful. And it's not even like the trolls and whatever you want to call nasty people on the internet. It's just, it really has been like looking at what people's lives look like and how they present them on social media. And like, you know, some of these people, it looks like their lives are fantastic and, you know, that's their job. And these videos, you know, they look fun, they look exciting, you know funny sometimes poignant and it's just it's just like again that's not really realistic 
because you're not seeing like what's going on behind the scenes like you're seeing the finished cut and there was this one too I watched of like this mom was filming her daughter who was filming a TikTok of like the daughter cleaning and the mom was just like laughing in the background like this child has never cleaned a day in her life and it was just it was like like yeah I get the mom's point but also like like this is what people are representing that her daughter you know regularly cleans the house and is like the Cinderella in the situation and it's just it's just like how misleading people can be and how dishonest they can be about that but like that's what you see that's what you strive for you're striving for their lifestyle that looks great and you're striving for like some people look like they have the perfect relationship it's just it's just frustrating um because like well you know i can i can know that that's fake which is it's interesting because i feel like kind of going back to what you were talking about like with looking at things like tiktok and instagram and people are kind of putting on this facade of what their life looks like when in reality there could be other things you know going on in the background and there definitely is that we don't know about Um, But they're always presenting like the best version of themselves or in most cases, a fictional version. And it's interesting because it's like I think we tend to as humans, we tend to form expectations that because certain things make other people happy, that once we get those things, it'll make us happy. And so, like, I don't know, like something I've struggled with, struggled with recently and um, has been like an eye opener for me that I had unrealistic expectations about my life was that, like, I assumed that... So one of my good friends, she got engaged back in March, and then she just got married in, I think it was May or June. And I remember, like, uh, I remember seeing it, and I was I was honestly, like, at first, I was just kind of mad. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. I you know, I want the perfect relationship, and, like, they seemed like they had it. And then her and I talked more, and I realized, like, obviously no relationship is perfect. I don't know it just kind of was like an eye-opener to me that I thought that that was going to lead to my ultimate happiness and I feel like God was trying to say like stop focusing on what you think you want or what you think you need and just kind of like trust me with it because I'll give you what you need to make you happy I guess I don't know it's interesting (laughs) it is um and it like it just it gets to be really unhealthy because like even my best friend and like she doesn't you know like, she has never done anything to, like, try to make me jealous of her life. But she's just, like, the coolest person I know. But it's just, it's just like, I see her life and, like, how cool she is and how cool the people she knows are. And, like, for a while, that's, like, that's all I saw. And I was competing with an idea. And then, you know, like, she's gone through a lot of stuff. And she's always been really good at and she'd probably disagree with this, um, but just reassessing, you know, relationships. And it was kind of eye-opening for me because, like, somebody that I thought she was, you know, good friends with because I only saw a little bit of that relationship, um, turns out that that person, you know, had kind of misrepresented themselves. And not even, I don't even know, not even necessarily misrepresented themselves but it's just it's just like what I saw of that person was like I had this specific idea formed about them and then like then my friend told me you know but she was just like like I had to step back this from this relationship because of this and I was like 
oh, okay. So like this person that I was like kind of idolizing turns out, you know, isn't actually that great, but just, yeah, it was just cool to see that like what it never really changes, you know, like, like you always meet people and sometimes you form this idea of what they, their life looks like. You put pressure, like your idea of them, and then you find out that's not true. And like, sometimes that's great. Um, cause like, honestly, with my best friend too, when we first met, I thought she was just literally the coolest person in the world. And I was like super intimidated by her. And so like the first time she like, she was like, Hey, you want to go get coffee? And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm kind of fangirling with me. What? Um, and then like, it turns out, yeah, she's the coolest person in the world, but it's partially because like, she just, she's really good at just seeing the possibilities in people. And so, like, I, I don't know what she saw in me, but, like, she didn't see me as somebody that was, like, she was superior to me, you know? Like, she just was interested in getting to know me more. Yeah. yeah. That's, you, you bring up a really good point, actually, because I feel like a lot of times we are, we are our worst critics and we tend to have these really high expectations for how we ought to act and what we ought to look like and, like, just like how how we should behave in situations and when somebody else comes along and takes time out of their day to like just give us a compliment or to recognize us in a way that's just very like I don't know candid and like authentic it's it's it kind of snaps you out of that like whoa I I wasn't even doing anything I wasn't trying to live up to my own expectations like and having somebody recognize you for something is kind of, I don't know, it, it definitely, I think, helps people with self-esteem and it helps them, even if it's just incremental and it's very small, that for yourself and then having somebody else, like, have expectations of you too is, like, it's hard to live up to both, especially if they're different. You're like, well, I shouldn't do this, but I, like, it's just, oh. But having someone just, like, choose to extend a compliment or to say something nice and then even go further and choose to have a relationship with you, um... So uh, we've, wow, we've talked for about an hour, an hour and 20 minutes, just about, <laughs> um, which is awesome. Definitely got a lot of stuff for this episode. Um, so we can go ahead, unless there's any like lingering last thoughts or things you wanted to say. Um, um, just social media is not realistic. That's, that's about it. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> It's very true. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, awesome. All right, so thank you so much for being willing to come on and actually talk about this. I'm hoping that people will listen to this and get something out of it because I, yeah. I think it's a great topic to talk about. There is, though, a huge difference between unrealistic expectations and, like, changing things about yourself because you think that's what other people expect. That is very true. That is very true. And I think you talked about, you you touched on that in one of your first examples. You kind of said, like, you were talking about, like, how you, ex like, your expectations, but then also, like, in a relationship, like, how, you, like, you behave and stuff like that, which I think is really, um, really valuable.